Hey, everybody. Today is January the 1st, 2021, and I hope everyone is doing well today. I just had my very favorite meal that my mom still prepares with the pork loin, collard greens, black-eyed peas, rice, cornbread, and a mix of a salad of cucumbers and tomatoes and onions, sweet potatoes, pecan pie, my very favorite meal. My brother and I both love it, and I got to enjoy that today, and it was really good. And they say that the more collards you eat, the more money you'll have in the coming year, and the more black-eyed peas you eat, the more coins you'll have. We'll see. It's still my favorite meal, and I really hope all of you guys are doing well. So I took some time off from season one of the podcast, and the reason I did that was twofold. I released 17 podcasts during season one. I wanted people to listen to the ones that were already released, not becoming overwhelmed by having more come out. And the second reason was that I knew that I would need to be involved in some activities that required my time and would take me away from spending time on the podcast. But I will tell you this, it's really good to be back. And the message that I want to bring to you today is meant to encourage you and it's meant to stimulate you to act and to get involved and not to be complacent. This message too, I want it to go to people who are all over the world I've had the great privilege of having this podcast be listened to throughout the world. And I know that there are a lot of people throughout the world right now because of the pandemic who have just really lost a lot of hope. This pandemic has been so hard on people from an economic perspective and from the isolation that it has brought. And I just want people to know there is hope. And We are fighting so hard in the United States so that all of you can have hope throughout the world. So be encouraged today. I had a twofold mission when I started this podcast, and it was to share stories with you you that would encourage you in your own walk and would motivate you to notice others around you who need the love of Christ. You see, we get so busy in our own lives that we have a tendency not to notice those who are living right next door to us or who we may encounter when we're out on the streets. And so my hope was that by hearing these stories, they would inspire you to reach out to others, to listen to the Holy Spirit and be attentive to the needs of others. I'll be releasing new episodes from season two soon, but I wanted to bring you my own message today that I hope will help you with your focus as you move into 2021. By the way, if you hear some crunching going on in the background, that's not me. That's my dog, Elliot. He does have a bone. So I apologize for that in advance. Now, I know 2020 is a year that everyone is glad to see go. I wish that I could assure you that 2021 will be a better year, but I can't. But I do believe you can equip yourself to handle challenges that may come your way. There is no better way to equip yourself than by reading and studying God's Word and by spending time with Him every single day. I want to start by telling you that God has given you all the knowledge and wisdom that you need in His Word. As you read His Word, ask Him to reveal sin in your own life. Ask Him to reveal Himself to you. 
then listen. Reading the Bible can seem overwhelming. I know that. It's 66 books penned by 40 authors. And I'm telling you, when you start digging in this word and you start connecting the pieces, there are patterns throughout the Bible and they are applicable today in your own life. There's a proverb that I want to read to you. It's Proverb Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. And it says, My son, listen to my words. Incline then thine ear. Let them not depart from thy mouth. For they are life to those who find them and healing to one's bones. Above all else, guard your help, your heart, because out of it flow all the issues there are in life. And you see, God's telling us in that scripture that we have two ears, right? And so he wants us to listen to his word. And he, when we're spending time with him, we have a tendency to just throw our laundry list out there of things that we want, right? But that is a time when God will really speak to our hearts if we will just settle in and be quiet before him. I know that's a really hard thing for Americans to do, but that is also how you can bring healing in your heart. And it also will have a physical effect on you because I'm telling you, these things that you have been through in 2020 can cause you to have health problems. I'm not just talking about health problems from a virus, but I'm talking about stress that can cause anxiety, can cause issues with your heart. And God has equipped you and he doesn't want you to be ignorant and he doesn't want you to be afraid about anything that may happen. I want to share a little story with you. This comes from a young man who is living with friends of ours He's from Africa, and he wanted to play basketball in the United States. And so in order to live here and to be able to play basketball, this family had to be willing to sponsor him, and they were. He was talking to the father of this host home the other day, and he said, you know, the coronavirus is nothing for me. He said, we've endured many plagues in my country, Ebola being just one of those. Believe me. I'm not making light of COVID-19. I know there are those of you who are hearing this podcast who have lost loved ones and friends. They've suffered. They've died. And and I'm so sorry for that. I can't explain to you why some people get the virus and it's not much worse than a cold. That was the case for my husband and me. Wade lost his sense of taste and his sense of smell. I didn't fully ever lose that. It wasn't a big deal for us. I want you to listen to these numbers, too. In 2019, there was no COVID that we knew of in the United States. 2,854,838 people died in the year 2019. In 2020, with what we call a pandemic, COVID-19, 2,000,000. 835,533 people died. This was a decrease of 19,305 people who died in 2019. And I'm getting these statistics from the CDC, so you can check this out for yourself. And I ask you to do that. Anything that I tell you, whether it's dealing with God's word or whether it's dealing with some statistic, don't take my word for it. Don't take anybody's word for it. 
check it out for yourself because you are living in a time when deceit is rampant. Lately, I've been praying that God would sharpen my skills to be able to discern things, to be able to discern truth. You may not realize it, but you have been lied to about many things. Now, you may be thinking, Angie, what are you talking about? I'm just going to tell you, in the days and the weeks to come, you're going to find out things that are going to cause you to question everything you've ever known. Well, how do I know that? I'm not a prophet. I'm not some kind of fortune teller. If I were telling you that I'm predicting the future, then I can just tell you right now I would be lying to you because I can't and I don't. I just know that there are some things that are going to come out and it's really going to mess with your mind and your spirit. And that is why it is so important for you to focus on Christ and to study his word. And I want you to reach out to me if you are having what I would call cognitive dissonance. Let me explain to you what that means. That means that your worldview of things is not at all what you thought was reality. That's cognitive dissonance. And it really does affect you, as I've already said, psychologically, sometimes physically, and mentally. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I have all the answers because I do not. I will tell you that if you want to reach out to me at Angie at RevealedPodcast.org and ask me some questions or if you want guidance about where to look in God's Word, I would be more than happy to correspond with you in that way. Jesus was clear in Matthew 24 and Luke 21 about giving us some direction about how to deal with the things that are going on in this life. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know when the end times are or that I know when Jesus will be coming back to rapture his people. But I can tell you this. He does tell us that there will be signs and he wants us to be aware. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of these things. Now, again, I'm not predicting days. I don't know that. But when I read prophecy in the Bible, my belief is that we are experiencing what I would call birth pains. I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that when I read some scripture to you. But I want you to think about a pregnant woman. When it is time for her to give birth, she has birth pains. And once those birth pains start, they get more intense and they don't stop until that baby is here. And so I'm not telling you thing, these things to scare you. No, because Jesus was clear in these scriptures. He said, do not be afraid. But he also said, do not be deceived. And you see, if you know what God's word says about what's going on in the world, then your discernment muscle is going to grow and you're going to be able to discern what is truth and what is not. I mentioned to you that you had been lied to. I can tell you that one of these sources that has lied to you has been the mainstream media. As I was studying these scriptures in Luke 21 and Matthew 24, I discovered that in Matthew 23, Jesus warned us about the scribes and the Pharisees. He called them hypocrites. And to me, the scribes that are being talked about in the Bible are nothing more than the mainstream media. As you're looking for information, you cannot trust the mainstream media. They are merely puppets 
of propaganda for a greater source that wants us to believe certain things. They want to deceive you. I would just encourage you to know God's word, know what it says, and don't be fooled. Also, if I can help you with resources that will help you dig for the truth and find the truth, I've done a little digging. I can help you with that. I want to read just a little bit of Matthew 24 for you. And so this is called the Olivet Discourse. And Jesus' disciples said, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, See that no one leads you astray. He then goes on to say, See that you are not alarmed, but the end is not yet. He says, For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of birth pains. And you see, if you turn over to Luke 21, Jesus says, There will be great earthquakes and in various places, famines and pestilences. Should it be any wonder to us that we would see a pestilence during this time? I'm telling you these things so that you won't be alarmed and you won't be deceived. God's timeline is nothing like our timeline. As a matter of fact, I cannot even begin to wrap my mind around what God's time is like. We get in such a hurry in this world, but God tells us in 2 Peter 3, 8, But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. Can you see how God's concept of time is nothing like our concept of time? He is outside of our time and our space dimension. I can't tell you on a timeline when all of these things are going to take place, how long it will be for them to take place. I'm just telling you that Jesus has has told us in his word to not be alarmed by these things and to not be deceived. Jesus tells us also, see, we are children of the light. And because we are children of the light, we don't have to be in darkness. So God's word says that he will come like a thief in the night. But this is what it tells us who are his children, who do not live in darkness. It says, For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. What is Jesus telling us there? He's saying that you don't have to be surprised by any of this. But he's also telling us, be alert, be awake. And that's one of my greatest concerns going into 2021. My concern is that we are going to become complacent again or more complacent than we have been. We're going to go back to just living the way that we've been living and we're not going to, there's not going to be any difference in our lives. And people need to know the truth right now. There are people who are walking around and they are scared to 
death. I've seen them. You've seen them. This is a time where as a Christian, you can reach out to people and you can tell them the truth with gentleness and respect, be able to give an answer for the hope that lies within you with gentleness and respect. Because one more thing that God, that Jesus tells us in Matthew 24, he says, the love of most will grow cold. Now, when I read that, I'm thinking, no, he's not talking about Christians, but wait a minute. That word love in that scripture is agape. Yes, that is applying to Christians. So you are going to find people out there that you're not going to agree with, and you're going to find people out there that make you mad, but do not do not fall for that. Do not let your love grow cold, because we know that perfect love drives out fear, and we know that love overcomes a multitude of sins. So do not let your heart grow cold. I also want to remind you that there are many people out there that have had really difficult things happen in their lives. I know people just immediately as I think of them. I have one friend who's had pancreatic cancer. I've had another friend who's had breast cancer, and she's already had chemotherapy and she's had a mastectomy and she just found out that two of seven of her lymph nodes has cancer in it she has five children and she's a single parent and then I know two women who are undergoing very intense treatments for leukemia these are hard times for people please don't let Satan put your focus on a virus that is completely treatable for 99.8% of the people who get it, or they don't need any treatment at all like Wade and me. Don't let that take your focus off other people who have really serious needs. There are people who have had to claim bankruptcy and just lose their livelihoods because they couldn't feed their families because their businesses closed down. And so I want you to consider too, a lot of us, look, we're addicted to Go into these big item stores. I know I am. I'm not going to lie to you. But I want to do a better job of supporting my local mom and pop stores. Now, I want to leave you with something. And I, I really hope this is going to encourage you as I finish up this little talk. I learned something over the Christmas holidays. It really just kind of blew me away. There are people out there who will tell you that this earth was created from a big bang. And when I hear people who actually buy into that, I think you're smarter than that. How could you possibly look, for example, at a little baby who was just born and see every little intricate part of that baby? And you go and you look in Psalm 139 and you're told that God is speaking to that baby in that mother's womb he's speaking prophecy to that baby and he is intricately weaving every part of that baby together look guys it's just like if you were to create a a book do you think that that book could just somehow like be thrown up in a printing press no a lot of work goes into making that book possible and it's the same way with creation and the story that I'm going to tell you just illustrates how intricately God is involved in each creature's life my husband likes to deer hunt and he shot a deer that deer got up and it walked away 
I know you hunters out there, you're hearing this story and you're saying, I sure hope he went and looked for that deer. He did. He and my daughter both tracked it. They could not, they, they found it one time. It was in really thick woods and it just got up and it walked away again. He ended up calling some people out there who have these dogs called Argentinian Dogos. And I want you to look these dogs up. They are massive. They are so beautiful. And they weigh about 125 to 130 pounds. And so this man brought these dogs out there so they could track the deer. Now, the place where we have our property is in Wiggum, Georgia. And there are lots of deer in Wiggum, Georgia. But I recently found out that each deer has a scent that is specific to that deer. And it's something that's called seaburn. And so every time that deer puts his hoof down, there are scent glands between his two hooves. And that scent is dispersed whenever that deer lays a track. And so all those dogs had to do was go sniff this particular deer track, which of course Wade knew which tracks were the deer and they were able to follow that scent of that deer because that scent was specific to that deer and they did end up finding him and one other little aside I thought was just really cute is that the Argentinian dogos don't bark but there was a lab who came along with the dogos and he did bark so they all worked as a team and they were able to find the deer It just blew me away that if God would give each deer their own specific scent, how much more he cares for you and how there are specific qualities, instincts, characteristics about you that only God knows and you are precious to him. So as you go into 2021, let me encourage you, don't be complacent, stay awake, be alert, study God's word. And don't be afraid. I just want to wish you the happiest new year of all. And don't forget, if you need to reach out to me, you can find me at Angie at org.